It's the year 2041, and Shockwave Radio Theater presents the further adventures of Pete Moss, Space Detective. Tonight's episode, The Brain Stealers. Who are they? And what would they want with Pete? <laughs> but first, this message from our sponsor. Give me immortality or give me death. That's the model here at Ralph's Ball Sports' new and used body shop in the city of the future. Hiya, friends. Ralph's Ball Sports here to tell you what everybody knows. Everybody must die, but you don't have to be there when it happens. That's why we're having a great going out of body sale. Yes, you can live forever while your friends fall apart around you like rotten fruit. And here's how. Lease an organ or limb from our headless body farm. It's made in America, from Americans. Enter the new century with these exclusive clone-ons. Nat Velour designer jeans. Deluxe follicle hair mat grafting with upgraded media-sensitive stimulated wrapper filler. Rear-rolled, non-glossy, carbon-intensified glutal guards. Power Moons and tinted tit grill spoilers in slash, dash, or faux flannel. So come on down to Ralph Spall Sports City of the Future and do it today, because there may be... No tomorrow. Thank you. As we begin our story, we find Pete Moss in his office reviewing a big case. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, there were 99 bottles of beer on the wall, but apparently one was taken down and passed around, leaving... Ah, uh, uh, doors open. You the detective? Ah, uh, yeah, my card. Hmm, Pete Moss, insulting detective. Uh, that's, that's supposed to read consulting detective. Ah. I knew that jerk would print it wrong. Well, here's my card. Your name here. What's, what's that supposed to mean? I'm in the advertising business. Call me Marla. Okay, Miss Marla. What can I do you for? Well, Mr. Moss, I want you to find my brother. He's been a department store Santa for the last few years, but lately he's been depressed over the decline in customers. Well, it is April. I haven't seen him for two days. Uh, which two? Oh, you're the detective. You figure it out. Uh, what'd you say? Speak louder. But I don't speak louder. Parlez-vous français? Uh, sorry, lady. I don't speak Canadian. Look, enough of this. Enough of this double talk. Double talk. Are you going to take my case or not? Ah, uh, for 50 a day, sure, in advance. What I got was information the dame had about her brother and went over to Santa's apartment. There was no answer to my knock, so I let myself in. The place was empty, and there was a note scribbled by the phone. Right in the old wazoo. I found a picture of Santa with an unidentified one-legged man. With nothing else to go on, I returned to my office. I found an elephant... I found an envelope shoved under my door. And boy, he certainly was surprised. <laughs> I found an envelope shoved under the door. It was a threatening letter, several in fact, but the sender had neglected to glue the letters onto the paper. I hate do-it-yourself threats. Uh. Let's see, uh, R-P-O-S, uh, Carpe Theos. But, but why would the Pope threaten me? I gave back the hat. 
Uh, uh, the pods care. Uh, intriguing, but unlikely. Hmm. Uh, uh, just a minute. Uh, come on in. Any news yet about my brother, Mr. Moss? Have you located um, him? Nothing yet. Uh, checked out his apartment. Not much to find there. What's this pea doing on the floor? Uh, uh, I had peas for breakfast. Oh, wait, it could be a D. I had D's for lunch, with tea. Listen, you better mind your P's and Q's with me, P.I. I just stopped by to check out if there was any news about my brother yet, and to help you with these lame jokes. I'll be back later. But Pete's mysterious client heads straight to the corner phone booth and makes a furtive call. Daniels, it's me. I went back to that dick's office and found pee on the floor and something doesn't smell right. I think there's a leak. Someone's trying to warn off the Seamus. And listen, I got a tip on where our Santa might be hiding. I'll check it out. Catch you on the flip side. And meanwhile, Pete is still trying to decipher the note. Ah, Scar the Dope? Mm. Kathy Prods. Kathy Prods? Hmm. Prod the case. Dorp the case. Aha! Well, I can't spell very well, but it sounds like someone else is interested in Santa's whereabouts. Uh, phone. Number, please. Uh, get me Otis Moparandi at police headquarters. All righty. Hey, Otis, Pete here. Uh, let me know if you guys pick up someone dressed like Santa Claus, will ya? I want to... Oh, oh, you have? Uh, I'd like to talk to him. Where can I meet you? Okay, got it. The address was some cheap motel on the east side. I entered the apartment and knew by Santa's unblinking expression that I could talk to him, but he wasn't in any shape to ho-ho hold up his end of the conversation. All right, Pete, what do you know about our Santa corpse here? Ah, I was hired to find him, Otis. Guess I'm too late. What killed him? Some coked-up fruitcake. Uh, Did you catch the little junkie? What junkie? Uh, he ate some fruitcake laced with coke. OD. Huh. Ironic, isn't it? How's that? Santa killed by snow. Uh, yeah, well, his sister ain't gonna like this. His sister? You talk to his sister? Uh, sure, a, a striking blonde, about six feet tall. About six feet under, you mean? She's been dead for ten years. <laughs> Dead, but someone fired me to hind him. Well, facto ipso. Her it was not. <laughs> Besides, Santa isn't even from around these parts. He comes from, yes, yes, Virginia. Hmm. Well, it's obvious someone doesn't believe in Santa. And that same someone sent me a threatening letter. Adrim, what did it say? Uh, drop the case. Or maybe dose the carp, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll call you if I find anything. Meanwhile, in a nondescript back alley, Pete's mysterious client meets with a shadowy figure. Okay. We found Santa, recovered the experimental unit, and planted the evidence to throw him off the track. The dopes will just peg it as another dope deal gone sour. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> Thanks, Rocky. But we got trouble, Marla. What? There's a sleazy weasel in the organization who's been trying to warn the gumshoe, and we don't know who it is. Oh, don't worry, Mr. R. My man Godfrey will ferret him out. Good. Or fair, anyway. And uh, we don't need that moss hanging around anymore. Do what you have to do. <laughs> 
Later that afternoon, the dame came back. I decided to play dumb, not to let on that I was wise. So, uh, found anything yet? Uh, not much, uh, but I did find this picture of your late brother with a one-legged man. Can you identify him? No, sorry, but I never did know his name. His one-legged friend and I traveled in different circles. In any case, in any case, I have decided to take you off the case. If my brother doesn't want to stay in touch with me, that's his business. I've already paid you for today, so we're square. So long. And so the beautiful lady walked out of my building and out of my life like so many before. I followed her like a dog, like so many before. I spotted her entering an abandoned baby factory where I discovered she'd left me for some pretty unsavory characters, like so many before. One was a thug with one leg. Hey, so then I says to Eel O'Brien, I says, why the long face? Ha, 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 Has Jones spilled the beans yet, Daniel? Uh, no, not, not yet, miss. We uh, skipped lunch. It was... Has he talked? Oh, no, 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 uh, not yet. Sorry, but uh, he will. Yeah, Good. He will. After you dispose of the body, meet me at the rendezvous about nine. Well, it might be a little late. I have to attend a christening. A christening? Yeah, sort of. I'm going to smash a bottle over his head and push him into the river. <laughs> right. That's stupid. Oh, thanks, boss. <laughs> See you tonight. The broad strode out, but I decided to hang around and question our bully boy. I find toughs are pretty easy to handle, if you get the drop on them. Hold it right there, buster. Huh? What do you know, uh, Ah, So what? Kept me out of the army, and now I've got some questions that need answering. Sure, no problem. But maybe you want to talk with Mac the Knife here. Ah, fine, as long as I got Ronald the Ray Gun here. (laughs) Drop that knife and that phony accent. What I need to know is the meeting place for tonight. Yes, yes. I don't know what you're talking about, Sheriff. You have nothing on me. Oh, listen, you bloated sloat. I am not a sloat. Oh, you're as guilty as a kid caught smoking dirty magazines behind the barn. We'll just wait here and cut the fingers off your gloves with your fingers still in them till your memory improves. Godfrey Daniel. That got the information out of him real quick. I belted him a good one with a bottle of scotch I found in his pocket. Then I went back to my office and called my Hasidic pal, 3M, a buddy from the first Earth-Mars war. He was torn up so bad he came out of it half man, half machine, and half Martian. So we called him 3M. I told him to meet me at the edge of the old Raymond Candle factory on the edge of town. The night watchman was out front, and while I engaged him in some light banter, 3M slipped a placebo into his coffee. In a few moments, the guard went out like a Mickey Flynn. We went through his pockets to a narrow hallway. I I began to hear voices, and these weren't the voices I usually hear. Okay, so we found the one that got away and put him on ice. We got the squealer and whacked him. And the P.I. is out of the picture, so what's the problem? That dick is still poking around in sensitive places. Hmm. Have you talked to Dr. Whoopi about this? 
Maybe we should grease him like my mustache. <laughs> and we've got a bigger problem. What could that be? <laughs> I'm not sure if I can keep up these filthy euphemisms much longer. Uh, don't lose any sleep over it, Fatso. I'll do the talking from now on. Who's there? Daniels, is that you? Uh, Godfrey couldn't make it tonight. I'm filling in for him. Now, tell me why you killed Santa. Was it because he knew too much? Was it some kind of double cross? Was it that doll you never got for Christmas? I wouldn't talk to a shoe fly like you. Oh, yeah, I'll fix your little red wagon, sister. I got nothing to lose by tightening the screws. Hmm. I think I'll start by breaking those pretty long fingernails of yours. Oh, no, wait, not that. Wait, wait, no, no, ow, eat. no, 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 no. Listen, Santa had to die because... Don't tell him, Mala! I have no choice. I'm going to a charity ball tonight with the mayor, and I've got to look perfect. Th- then sing, sister. Uh, okay. In, in the key of C. Um, uh, Santa had something special, something special in his I warn you! Oh! Well, you killed her! She was killing that song! <laughs> Eat photons, criminal scum! Oh, I see, there's no lead in your pencil! <laughs> so long, sucker! <laughs> Damn, why'd I buy the wind-up model? Pete, 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 get out of here, Pete. The factory's on fire. Did you see which way he ran out of here? He killed my lead story. I didn't see nobody. I thought you were an observant Jew. All right, little bacon. The shooter, whoever he was, pulled the fire alarm to cover his arson. 3M and I ran out of the candle works before we snuffed it. We watched as the candle factory very slowly burned to the ground. With no leads, we returned to my office for some old-fashioned brainstorming. What's our next move? Ah, uh, here, read this note. Ring! Right in the old wazoo. Yeah, I found that in Santa's workshop. Ring! If we can figure out what it means, and maybe we can get somewhere. Until then... Hey, we... I'm ringing uh, here! Okay, okay, Pete Moss. Yeah, Pete. I just read the autopsy report on our little corpus Christmas. It turns out that he didn't die from cocaine like we first thought. Hey, Pete, his brain has been removed. Tabula rasa maxima, you might say. No brain? Who killed Marla? Why is Santa's brain missing? What about the smoked kipper? Find out after this important message. Because of us, it's morning in America. Breakfast, honey. Ah, thanks, hey. Hmm, is, is this real pork? Because of us, people in the Great Plains are just plain doing things. Little things like taking money from machines. Hey, 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 stop, kid. I, I'm not a machine. <laughs> because of us, they're roasting East Coast marshmallows on the West Coast. Hey, wow, these taste like pork. We're the people of U.S. Plus. Guess what we do? Chemistry? Transportation? Pork? (laughs) Kind of. We're U.S. Plus. We own the idea of America.
And now, back to the Brain Stealers. Bring! Pete's phone has an important announcement. Bring! Yeah, Pete here. Pete, we, we pulled a corpse out of that candle factory. Why, why do I always call you when there's some dead person around here? Uh, mm. And we want you and 3M to come down to the body shop. Okay, yeah. we'll be right there, Otis. Okay. 3M and I drove over to the city morgue and followed the sweet smell of fleshly burned fresh. Otis was waiting by a sheet-covered slab. Well, Pete, we dug this body out of the fire. It's burned beyond recognition. What I want to know is, do you recognize it? Ah, uh, well, I can't say if that was my client, but if you find a bullet in her, I'll bet it is. Yeah, yeah, she was shot all right. The fire at the candle factory was arson, too. It started at the north end and the south end at the same time. You mean? Let it go. Ah, uh, well... What about, what about Santa? Any leads? Yeah, there were a couple of leads hooked up to his spine. Someone was trying to animate his corpse somehow. Mm-hmm. Boy, wouldn't the kids be surprised. Well, I, I appreciate your little peep show, Otis, but if that's all you need me for, I gotta go run down some other clothes. Listen, you keep your nose clean, Moss. That innocent night watchman you slipped that placebo to is gonna have to spend the next two weeks in a building that looks like a hospital. No thanks to you. I ought to run you in. 3M and I returned to my and office. don't narrate while I'm talking. <laughs> Sorry. We reread the note I'd found at Santa's place. Right in the old... Wazoo. Neither of us noticed the shadow outside my office door. Message for Pete Moss! I, f- I felt something wet running down my forehead and into my eyes. I wiped my eyes and looked at the green gooey liquid. There was a hole in my head the size of an IRS agent's heart, but no blood was coming out. Instead, it was lime jello. <laughs> the gunman was nowhere in sight, so 3M helped me down to the Sawbones office to find out why I was still moving around after being shot in the head. Oh, well, I said, uh, I have the x-rays here for you, yeah. It is very interesting. Very interesting, yeah. Doc, what does it mean? Why is my head leaking a dessert in one of the less popular flavors? Well, you know, it's really r- very simple. Your brain is gone and your head is full of lime jello. But, but how, how can... But how can he be talking to us? Without a brain. Oh, senators do it all the time. <laughs> you know, in your case, you've got a small device at the base of your spine. And that's probably keeping you in touch with your brain, wherever she is, yeah? And, and that's why my getting shot in the head didn't hurt? Oh, yeah, no brain, no pain. Uh, what, what should I do, Doc? Well, you better sleep with your head in the refrigerator if you don't want to leak and slosh around. Uh, but... What about my brain? I suggest you find it. Wait, wait a minute, Pete. Where's that note you found at Santa's apartment? Here, right in the old wazoo. Look, it doesn't say right in the old wazoo. It's right in the old Washington Zoo. W.A. Washington. The old Washington Zoo in the north part of town. That's it. Get the car ready, 3M. I'll go wind up my gun. Uh, Sorry, Pete. I can't go. Almost sunset, and today's Friday. 
my turn to say an Aaliyah. Oh, that's, I have that's, to go home. That's right. I forgot. I mean, well, can I at least borrow your mechanical hand? Good idea. Here, I'll unlock the wrist. Now just pull the finger. Here, here, take this walkie-talkie. I'll use it if I need you to do anything. I'll give you a ride home if you like. Mud right in the old Washington Zoo. A mysterious figure is listening in on the conversation. After all, when you've got a speaker hooked up to a man's brain in a jar, how many secrets can he have? See you tomorrow, 3M. Thanks for giving me a hand. So, the gumshoe figured out where his brain is being held. I underestimated him. I'd better make some adjustments to his corpus callosum before he gets here. Pete pulls up to the Washington Zoo and hangs a right, not expecting that he's expected. I arrived at the Washington Zoo and turned right, just like the announcer, I mean the note, said. I didn't, want to, I didn't know what to expect, so I wasn't sure what I'd find, or if I'd know what I'd find when I found it, or if I knew it, but I kept looking. Should leave it to the announcer. But from his hidden laboratory, an enigmatic silhouette in a white lab, dirty white lab coat, hey. is observing Pete's every move via remote hidden cameras. That's it, Mr. Moss. Right into my trap. <laughs> Just a little farther. No, not that way. You're getting colder. Oh, freezing. <laughs> uh, hey, the secret lab is over here. <laughs> coming, coming. Stop right there, Moss. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Professor Emil Nitrate. Would you be interested in a slightly used organ? Well, if you're talking about my brain, yes. Otherwise, I've already got an organ, and I'm very happy with it. I'll just take my brain back, if you don't mind. Really? Do you think that you can threaten me with that silly ray gun? What do you think of this Oh, wow, you cleared up my sinuses just by flipping that switch. How did you do that? What? Oh, that was your olfactory system, huh? <laughs> there! <laughs> ah, I've turned off your motor control, Moss. You literally can't lift a finger to stop me. <laughs> he was right. One flip of a switch and I went limp as a noodle. That control panel was hooked up to my brain, which was in a jar connected to some kind of transmitter. Dr. Nitrate started telling me about his insane plan. Insane? I'll show you who's insane. The this switch controls The megalomaniacal madman started by... <laughs> now, without further interruption, I will tell you about my insane... About my plan. <laughs> to take over the world! <laughs> no, 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 no. No, more like this, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 more maniacal. You're supposed to be mad. Yeah, but I was mad. No, 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 mad crazy, not mad angry. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's the spirit. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Uh, Pete Moss, uh, meet Paula Apprentice. Don't get up. Santa, you see, was just a test. When he found out, he tried to run and had to be slayed. <laughs> Just as you will have to be eliminated. Here, I'll enable the muscles in your jaw to move so you can at least talk to me. You lunatic, you'll never get away with this. You're crazy. That's what they said when I tried to sell my brain-controlling idea to the networks. 
NBC gives a radio show to a ventriloquist, and they call me crazy? <laughs> Not now, Paula. Oh, sorry. If you remove a person's brain and connect it electronically, you can broadcast television directly into the cerebral cortex. Then they have to pay attention to the commercials. See? Yeah, now that's evil genius. Thank you. Hey, hey, I nope. remember you now. We went to the same medical, medical school for a week in Mexico. We learned to talk you, there, too. Uh, you were a loner who didn't have any friends. Oh, what do you mean, no friends? I made plenty of friends in shop class. Yeah, but out of Woody meal, that doesn't count. Shut up, Paula. Stick up for me. I would have graduated if it wasn't for that scandal. It's not like I'm the first student surgeon to be caught with one of the patients. Yeah, but you were studying to be a tree surgeon, Emil. Cut it out, would you? Sorry. It ruined me. You all laughed at me. I wasn't laughing at you, Emil. I was laughing with the people who were laughing at you. They said I was too unstable to work at the post office. Yeah. So <laughs> I was reduced to making balloon animals at birthday parties. Oh, look. E. coli. I, I ended up working on road crews, removing asphalt. It was degrading. You always were a failure. Your phlogiston experiments went nowhere. Oh, phlogiston leaves me cold. Yeah. How about Freon? <laughs> ah, I should be working on, on atomic power or, or space exploration. I could be sending probes to Uranus right now. <laughs> well, well, I'm glad you're not. Oh, yeah, but couldn't we? I'd better get the... Uh, what? Couldn't we? Oh. Couldn't we send some probes to Uranus? I'd never get the backing for it. <laughs> but I stole your brain two days ago with my usual brilliant surgery after flooding your office with this anesthetic here. What do you think of that? Yeah, but, uh, Emil, this nitrous oxide smells funny. We should make a fresh batch. Why not? Moss, if you'll excuse us for a moment, promise you won't lift a finger to stop me. We'll be back. <laughs> Pete, Pete, can you hear me? It's 3M. You left your walkie-talkie on. I heard everything. The cops are on the way. 3M, great. But just in case the police don't get here in time to save me, can you move your hand around by remote control until you okay. find my ray gun? No, no, not there. The other way. No, oh, oh, don't grab that. Yeah. Is that a gun in your pocket, or are you just... Yeah, yeah, that's it. Now, climb out of my pocket so I can see where you're pointing. Hurry up, hurry up, I, I hear somebody coming back. Ah, now, Moss, it's time to... Where did you get that ray gun? You promised you wouldn't lift a finger to stop me. That's not my finger. I had a little trick up my sleeve. 3M's hand. Now the worm is on the other foot. About five degrees left, 3 now, Amy, I'll switch my muscles back on or I'll shoot. But if you shoot me, you'll stay paralyzed. Hey, hey, where uh, are hey please, please, in here. Ah, oh, sounds like my cue to leave. And don't bother following me. You have to have the code to open this secret panel, not to mention a brain. <laughs> so long, Pete. <laughs> hey, Pete. Hey. Ah, finally. 3M told me I'd find you here. Yeah, I almost got the guy who stole my brain. It's over on that counter. 
Otis, flip that big lever so I can move again. Okay, okay, just a second, Pete. Ah. Uh, oh, good work, by the way. Gosh, I wish you were back on the force with us. Ah, you know I quit when they started cloning you guys and using you as cannon fodder. I think it's dehumanizing. The way they just pull out a duplicate every time one of you gets killed. Uh, now just give me my brain back so I can go home. Sorry, Pete, but uh, we're going to have to keep your brain as evidence till I can clear it with the chief. Mm. Uh, after I filled Otis in on amyl nitrate, I went back wait to my car... Wait, 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 What are you talking about? Oh, oh, turn my voiceover back on, will you? Oh. It's, a, it's that switch on the end. This switch? Not that switch! <laughs> it's the red switch! I'm real sorry, Pete. After I filled Otis in on amyl nitrate, I went back to my car and drove over to 3M's pad to drop off his hand. I returned to my office and fell asleep on my desk. Some hours later... Come on in. Uh, Okay, Pete, here's your brain. The chief thought you'd need it. Any leads on where Professor Nitrate is hiding? Ah, nothing yet. Gee, my head is still killing me. Hey, I see Blind Tommy paid you a visit. What? What? Who's Blind Tommy? Ah, he's a freelance torpedo. Goes around sending warning messages to people for whoever wants to pay him. He spells out his client's threat in Braille using bullets. Braille? Yeah, that's how I recognized his handiwork. Those bullet holes in your door, it spells out boo in Braille. Hmm, so Nitrate must have hired Blind Tommy to scare me off. Maybe Tommy knows where Nitrate is hiding. Do you know where Blind Tommy hangs out? Uh, no, but he, he sometimes sings in the choir at St. Vitus's Church on Bourbon Street. Uh, maybe he'll sing for me. 3M and I traipsed over to St. Vitus's Church to take a look for Blind Tommy. 3M found a body in the vestibule. Pete, over here. Look, a dead bishop. Yeah, looks like those bullet wounds are more braille. Can you read braille? No, but my mechanical hand can. D-I-E. Hmm, guess this wasn't a warning. We'd better look for clues. What'll we do? Search the bishopric. Search the bishop yourself, jerk. No, no, no. I mean, we should search the diocese. Blind Tommy probably lives nearby. Oh, okay. I'll look around outside with my television eye. 3M's television eye could spot a gnat at a hundred yards. Pete, look! Over by that black Lincoln, a big gnat! Oh, and a blind guy. Oh, that's probably Tommy. Let's tell him and see if he takes us to Nitrate's hideout. We followed Tommy and saw him enter an old rug-weaving factory in the textile district. 3M and I hugged... What? The wall in the shadows as we slowly made our approach... The, re- the weaving factory loomed ahead. I practiced girding my loins while 3M carefully picked the lock. Uh, well, not that one. Not we broke that into that the factory is... to find... Emil Nitrate! Moss! And that annoying sidekick of yours! I see you brought his whole body this time. Hmm. I brought myself. How'd you find me, Flatfoot? I'm not a Flatfoot, I'm a gumshoe. It's the crepe soles that make me walk this way. Walk which way? Walk this way. If I walked that way, I'd be a laughingstock. Hell, I'd be a Birkenstock. The, <laughs> the jig is up, a mill. It's time to... Pete. Pete, what's wrong? I think your detective uh, friend forgot to change his brain water no. this morning. Better He's running down. <laughs> to voice over. 3M tried to stop nitrate, but my narrative. And so is his voiceover. Ha, <laughs> Oh, look, I better take over the narration. Give me that coffee cup. Hmm. 
Okay. Uh, take a take. Uh, testing. Uh, no testing. Pete and I um, uh, got uh, locked into nitrate's hideout. Uh, got locked into nitrate's hideout. It doesn't say that. Oh, don't worry. We're ad libbing now. <laughs> and here's a suggestion what? from the audience. What's that? A fire in the basement. Oh, oh wonderful idea! <laughs> How will Pete and 3M get out of this one? When will Pete change the water on his brain? Find out after this important message from our sponsor. It doesn't say that. The lottery is the people. The people taking a last chance on themselves. So why shouldn't people just like you spend the next century stuffed with truffles like lucky tin can opener Juan LaFong? I won! And now I don't have to work on this finger-cutting machine anymore! Or itch and sniff winner Mrs. Manila Envelope. Finally, I can afford to pay someone to kill my husband. And the loser's money goes to our schools for embedding mental detectors in our kids, to our prisons, so they can have Sadie Hawkins Day. Lucky lottery luck. It's the only a buck away. Triple ripoff millennial snatch and lick. Now rolled over to $180 billion. If anybody still has a chance, it must be you. And now back to our story. As you remember, Pete and 3M were trapped in a burning building, but fortunately, Clonestable Deus Ex Machina happened by and rescued them. They returned to Pete's office to change his brain water. Pete, 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 you feeling better? I have to use seltzer. I hope the carbonation doesn't bother you. Mom? Yep. Great. Listen, I got a tip from a moil on nitrate's whereabouts and called it into Otis. He should be calling us any... Ring! Door is open. Ring! Ah, uh, what's the use? I quit. Hey, wait a minute. I'm using you. Wait, wait. Come on. Ah, well. Uh, Pete, we found Nitrate's body, but I don't think you're gonna like it. Otis, 3M here. Pete's thinking is a little mm, fizzy right now. What's up? Well, 3M, we did an autopsy on Nitrate. His brain's missing. His brain is gone? We found a reel of tape in his skull. I was just about to play it. You and Pete listen on your end, okay? Sorry to disappoint you, boys, but I'm out of my mind at the moment. Please leave a message, and I'll get back to you when I've stolen a new body. Wait for the taunt. <laughs> and so ends The Brain Stealers, starring Brian Wesley as Pete Moss, Steve Perry as Pete's brain, Jane Yolen as the telephone, Dave Rome, 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 Rome. Rome, Dave Rome as Marion Michael Morrison, Phil Proctor as Rocky Rococo Doctor, Emil Nitrate and Blind Tommy, Melinda Peterson as Marla and Paula Apprentice, and David Osmond as Clonestable Otis Moparande, Dr. Cronkite, and Godfrey Daniel. The Brain Stealers was written by Brian Wesley, Phil Proctor, Melinda Peterson, Dave Rome, and Jerry Stearns with special material by The Firesign Theater. Music written by Thomas O'Neill, recorded by Doc Technical, the play button pressed by Brian Price. Tune in again sometime, some station, for another perplexing episode of Pete Moss. Hey!